Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Painted Town Dead. It is episode 39. Wow. Caitlin. Hi. What's your favorite thing about this pandemic? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I like all the time it gives me indoors because that's my favorite place to be. Which explains your whiteness. Yes. Although your- I did get pretty pretty colored this summer, but actually I got like the color of 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 your sweatshirt right now of a tomato <laughs> just imagine a tomato i was that color yeah you were overdone i did it too hard um that's what she said uh <laughs> my favorite thing has been the fact that i have a good excuse for why i'm never going on dates and stuff oh really instead of being like andrew why why are you so single instead of having to go like oh my looks and personality <laughs> nobody Pan- likes those pandemic pandemic i can be like yeah you know, back in the day, we could have just been like, you want some of my spit in your mouth? Let's ew, go. Ew, People would do that all ew, day, every ew, day. Gross. <laughs> now you can't do that. You're nasty. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get to it. All right, so this is episode 39. We're going to be talking about Pamela Faye Falcons. Was this on our list? I don't recognize that name. I added it recently. Oh, okay. So, well, yes ha- and no. We have a list, a running list of, of episodes we would like to cover. I and added this one probably a few weeks ago. So, a lot of times when I look at the list, I do like when people are on Netflix where they're like... They mention something? No. Well, like... Oh, what am I trying to say? I don't know. When you when I look at the list, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that one. Yeah. And so then I start looking around and I find other things to add to the list. I just keep adding things to the list. Kind of like I do looking at Netflix and I'm looking for oh, something new. Oh, okay. Where I'm just like, I don't know if I want to watch that now, but I'm going to add it to the list. I don't know if I want to watch that now. Yeah. But I'm going to add it to the list. This is one I did a few weeks ago, probably. Oh, okay. A similar situation where I was like, I don't know which one I want to do. Yeah. So that's... Uh, that's wh- that's where it's, it's come from. I've added like quite a few lately. Gotcha. Because again, I just go, I'm going to do some more research on other things <laughs> that I'm not going to do Procrastinating. Yet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I feel that. It's easier to put a thing on a list than to do the thing on the list. It's true. It, that That is true. Truth. So we're going to go to February 2nd, all the way back in 1990. That was 30 <gasps> years ago. Was, oh my God. I wasn't born yet yeah i was almost born i was born just uh i was not quite a year uh, yeah i was like uh i was like eight months old something, or something like, that. like that yeah yeah not quite we'll say five months yeah that's more sure. accurate uh nobody do the math to figure out where we my did. birthday is so you don't figure out how to steal my identity <laughs> uh, so we're talking about pamela faye felkins uh she was 32 years old at this time uh she's married uh to david she is a mother of two about she's she's about like five foot tall. Oh, so and I feel like that less than a hundred pounds. Don't feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so modest. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> the uh, yeah, she's 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 a short gal. She's very petite. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, Angela. I, I was really thinking Angela from The Office. That's that's literally where my mind went. But I've also been watching The Office again. Me too. Sort of. Yeah. Get it in while you can. It leaves it's, in December. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. At the end of the... At, yeah. January 1st. It's on Peacock. Yeah. Nobody's... Don't get Peacock. Don't... Don't... 
they don't get Peacock. They do have a free tier on Peacock, so I don't. Maybe it'll be on there with like ads or something. I don't know. Huh. I haven't. I haven't done the research. I have no idea. <laughs> we are not scientists. <laughs> we are not entertainment reporters. Experts. Um. So she is a clerk at a place called Crossroads Video Store. Where are we at? Let's see. We are in. Glad you asked because it's literally on the same line. Oh wow, that was cool. We are in Greenbrier. Oh, Greenbrier. Okay, that's that's in the Central Arkansas area ish. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. They they all go like, I've I've met people from Greenbrier. Yeah. They I think they go to like, like Conway's like the main city nearby for them. Oh, okay, gotcha. Essentially, gotcha. Um, so she she works at this video store. This is a video rental store. Uh, if anybody's younger than we are, they may not know what that is. Wow. Uh, especially like independent video stores which is what crossroads would be i used to go to a movie gallery in in florida when i visit my grandparents so i don't think movie gallery was independent i think that's like a corporation because there was one in uh north little rock oh okay okay we also had blockbuster at some point and hollywood video oh okay okay movie gallery was the cheap one yes (laughs) or was at least like it was the less than yeah compared to blockbuster and hollywood that's also back 1990 VHSs are super expensive still. Yeah. It, I think, um, I want to say Batman 89, which came out in 1989. Which one is that? Uh, Michael Keaton. Gotcha. Jack Nicholson. Gotcha. That VHS, I think, is the one that was like, VHSs are now affordable for a person to just buy. Oh, okay. Whereas before they were like $40 and stuff. No way. Oh, yeah. And even worse if it was Disney, because Disney was very stingy about like we don't want people to have these on them yeah they had sort of like the the vault vault thing yeah except it used to be worse it was like if you want to buy the stone it's like 60 to 80 bucks why would it be so expensive because they didn't want you to have it they wanted you to have to watch it on tv because they got so much money from tv rights and then they were like the only way to like make this viable is you sell it to video rental stores and they can rent it out, but people don't get to keep it. Huh. Okay. So, but you know, that's not as funny, you get, that's funny that you say that, yeah. you know, just, just sorry, this is totally going off topic. But when I was probably about six, uh, we were living in Georgia and somebody broke into our house and stole our entire Disney VHS collection. And that's still, so you said you were six. Oh yeah. So that'd be 96 yeah. roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So like those VHS is, you know, there's the vault thing that yeah. Disney used to do where they release a VHS or DVD even. They did this. Right. Uh, for a short amount of time. For, yeah. A short amount of time. Once the stock is out, that's it. For the, It goes away for however, however many years. Right. And that's probably, I mean, we had quite the collection. It didn't, we never recovered from that. Yeah. Well, nowadays you have Disney Plus and they just throw it all at you. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Especially because of the Star Wars stuff. Yay. But yeah, so she's working at Crossroads Video Store. Okay, okay. Little video store in Greenbrier. She's the only clerk there. And a little before 9 p.m., her husband David arrives. He's going to pick her up. Because, you know, it's family. Yeah. Maybe you only have one car. Cars are expensive, you sure. know? yeah. And he, he's, he's, he goes in there and he's like, where is she? Yeah. She's not there. He's looking around. There is a... Was there customers there? I don't think so. Okay. Because again, this is like, you know, it's it's basically closing time. Okay. And, and like, 
there is a cigarette in an ashtray that's still lit, a warm cup of coffee, and there is still money in the cash register. What? Pam's purse, keys, and coat are also in the store. So she's like right there. Whatever has happened, she's she's not there, but whatever has happened has just happened transpired. just now. Yeah, and it was not a robbery. It would seem because there's still yeah, there's her purse is still there. Everything money's still there. Exactly. So David's going to report her missing. Uh, search party's going to be formed up real quick, mm-hmm. as you do, as you should do, as you should do. Yeah, go, go find people. The first 48 are the most important. Right. The next day, February 3rd, uh, we go to a place called McGinty Town, Arkansas. It's it's about six and a half miles east of Greenbrier. Oh, it's just like a little community then or something. It seems like it's very small. Okay. And two miles south of McGinty Town, they find Pam at a trash dump. (gasps) Two of her cousins found her, part of the search party. She had several cuts on her legs. And had been beaten over the head and shoulders with a blunt object. And the the head shot seems to be the fatal injury. Mm. She had also been raped. And they find uh, semen Mm -hmm. to collect for DNA evidence. Wow. That's brutal. Yeah, especially because, like, her cousins found her and everything. I mean... Anybody finding it is bad, but when you're related to them, especially, I imagine it's worse. And you have all these memories of them prior to seeing them like this. At least it wasn't her husband or her mom or dad, but I mean, it is a cousin. It's still a loved one. Yeah, and cousins, you know, that's... And we found in such a brutal way and in an awful place. Yeah, and I I don't know how they ended up there or anything like that. Like, I don't know if there was... I imagine there were no tips on this, uh, just based on what I'm going to tell you later. Okay. So, I don't know. Okay. So, there are witnesses to the crime. There is a couple that left the video store around 8.40 p.m. Okay. And as they did so, they saw a tall, heavyset man entering the store. And uh, a man at a nearby restaurant saw a light blue Chevy truck with a white panel and white camper. So, um... Faulkner County officials believe the rape occurred in an abandoned mobile home in Greenbrier. How did they come to that conclusion? I'm glad you asked. I don't know because it <laughs> literally says, in the articles I read, it says, quote, we received a number of intelligence reports from several sources. What does that, what does that mean? mean? Yeah. That's like, we received reports. Don't even worry about it. That's so strange. Okay. And and their first suspect is a man named John Mosley. He is a convicted sex offender. Well, Live near that abandoned mobile home. Which kind of makes me wonder if they were just like, that guy probably did it, right? Well, but the first, if it's a sexually motivated crime, that's like the first people you look at are the convicted, yeah. you know, sex offenders. I don't know. I, hey. I'm, not, I'm not a cop. I'm not an investigator. <laughs> I don't know that. But like, it seems like that's the first place that a lot of people start are nearby sex offenders. Yeah. And... Mosley had actually been arrested for stealing some things from that abandoned mobile home. Oh. Well, how do they know it was stolen if it's abandoned? Great question. I don't know. 
That's one I don't have an answer for. Okay. I mean, you can't just go into places and steal things just because the place is abandoned, right? I don't know. I don't know. But how would that they know? belongs to somebody? But it's abandoned. I don't know. It I, doesn't matter. Yeah, you know. Okay. Um, so they run the DNA. Uh-huh. Mosley ain't it. Okay. Totally exonerated. He is instead gonna be serving forty years for a rape he commits in nineteen ninety five. Later on. Wow. So he's a bad person. Well, good. I'm he glad didn't do this, but he's a bad person. Wow. I'm glad that he, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, the, the, one of the articles talks about how there's lots of, uh, lots of stories, lots of stuff going around, lots of flights of fancy, people are just making stuff up, like conspiracies. About, about this case? Yes. Okay. Like, um, there's one that talks about how they're like, you know that truck that was seen, it, it got cubed at a disposal plant or whatever it's got like what cubed what, what is that Have you ever seen like the thing where like they take a car and put it into a big thing and they turn it into like a big old squish cube it, squish yeah it up. they squish it up into a cube so it's like wally yeah exactly <laughs> you get it okay <laughs> I, i'll i will uh from now on frame everything within uh a, a, di- a pixar film give me a disney or pixar reference and i got it i will do my best okay um yeah so the the investigator montgomery he says People are making up all kinds of stories to impress someone with their access to inside no- information. We literally spent hundreds of hours chasing stories like that one, only to find out someone had made it up. Oh, man. Don't. Come on now. Because people were like, wanting to sound cool. Yeah. It's like, I have an uncle who works at Nintendo, and he told me this or whatever. You know, th- dumb stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Fast forward. Mm-hmm. Quite a ways. Um, you know, about, oh, 28 years. It is 2018. Wow. DNA genealogy. It's advanced. We've done some work here. Oh my gosh. March of 2018. Investigators use a technique called DNA phenotyping. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you, do you know what that means? Do you want to explain it to our listeners or do you need me to? Okay. So this is, I know what a phenotype is. A phenotype is like what you, what, what. You have your genetic makeup and phenotype is what you express like with your looks. So like your genes will say you have brown eyes. So your phenotype is, you know, brown eyes. You you say that and it's like a gene may say, oh, you could have brown hair or blonde hair. And then your phenotype, you know, you're brown headed. That's you express that you show that it's what you look like. It's your physical appearance. That's phenotype. Okay, so you nailed it. You get it. Yay! I, I listened to biology. That's exactly right. So they use that to get an idea of what the suspect may have looked like. Oh. They release sketches. And they even like release sketches of what he looked like, potentially, from the ages between 25 all the way to 55. That is crazy. In like, It's not super accurate I, I looked yet. at it. Well, I was looking at it, and I was like, that's not too far off. He's, yeah. The, for the future. It's, but spoiler, it, they're going to figure it out. But, but like... Looking at the pictures side by side, I'm like, yeah. But that the thing is, like, it can't necessarily tell you how how much. What you can probably your G's could probably say if you are more apt to being heavy set versus slender. Um, but it doesn't show you. You can still. I mean, you can be. Yeah, you have the. You can still have like the tendency to be heavy set, but you work on your. You know, you exercise and eat right, so you can have a slender build. Yeah, for instance. Um, I don't so, want to spoil this too much, but like, say, yeah, don't, don't spoil it. okay, we'll continue on and okay. hopefully remember to come back to this. But okay. phenotyping, I'm very interested I, in all that I, stuff. Yeah, it, it can't deal with, say, 
I don't know. How square your jaw is. How how crooked your nose is if it's been broken. Yeah, exactly. Like life. It can't deal yeah. with, it doesn't know what your life has done right. to you. How scarred if your you're face just like, is, if you're burned. Or if you became like a meth addict and your right. teeth fell out and you were all gaunt and right. or, or something, it, whatever it, it might be. It can't tell if you had braces. Like your teeth may be, also like, that, yeah. like my teeth, if I didn't have braces, would be very, very messed up. Samesies. But what braces fix it. So yeah. I can't, can't tell you that exactly. stuff. It, so it's very useful, but it's not going to be exact. Right, right. Because life happens. Right. And life can change the way you look. I mean, even like, I don't know, people have messed up noses from doing too much cocaine and stuff. You that know? is true. Like, it, can't, it can't predict that. However, October 2018, forensic genealogists are looking through some DNA samples found at crime scenes, you know, doing just doing some research, sort of like they did for the Golden State Killer to just figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Faulkner County Sheriff Tim Riles says... We were able to use DNA genealogy with a 99.99% accuracy to locate the owner of the DNA collected from Pam Felkins. Wow. By using the unknown DNA, a family tree building technique was used to identify Edward Keith Renegar. Wow. And the DNA came from uh, Renegar's daughter. Oh. And so, so we kind of talked about this before. So that means that his daughter would have had to submitted her DNA to some kind of genealogical or DNA site or some sort to, and that it's like a public site, like uh 23 and me or like, I don't know if it's 23 and me or not, but it's something like that. Like, or like ancestry.com. Right. Yeah. A similar. Yeah. Whichever one it was. Right. And then they can collect that DNA, use that DNA to base a family tree. Cause it'll show you like I do the 23 and me and it'll show you like, Hey, this person is your relative within They're either like, a close relative is considered like immediate family, grandparent, aunt, uncle, or first cousin. But past that, it's considered distant relative. So, um, even if you, like a lot of people know their second cousins, it's like their cousin, their first cousin's kids. That's your second cousin. So, anyway, this is getting confusing. But the point is, is that it's pretty accurate. Like it knows very, very quickly, like how, how closely related you are. It can even pinpoint like third to fifth cousins or fifth to seventh cousins or something like that. Or it can be like, Hey, your uncle's your real dad. It <laughs> that can, story's it happened can, before. It can do that. It very much can do that. Yes. And even like, or adopted, adopted kids can find their biological families. Yeah. Um, the Eldredo Jane Doe, we still don't know who she is, but we're getting closer because of this. We right. know she's related to some people. Right. But we just don't know how because none of them recognize her. Which is so strange. It's such a weird story. So I bet she was adopted. Yeah, she was probably given up for adoption or something. Yeah. It's just hard to say. It's a pretty good episode. Eldorado Jane Dogo, listen to it Seems after good. this one. Yeah. Um, so Renegar. Uh-huh. He is 6'4". That's a big dude. And he's pretty heavy set. Yeah. Remember the couple. They yeah. said a tall, heavy set man yeah. went in there. He drove a red mazda pickup but it had a white camper oh my god are you serious yes okay i'm i'm coming back we're gonna come back to this okay but i have to say the morgan nick episode he the, a, a red truck with a white camper was seen right before she was abducted and it fled the scene so they think that that was the culprit <gasps> could be but i think that happened after this no it, it wouldn't when was Morgan Nick? This is 1990. Yeah, 95. And there's no DNA maybe? for the Nick, unfortunately. No, there's they, not. they never found her. But what if it's the same person? That'd be interesting. Okay, let me look. Continue. I'll look when Morgan... I think it was 95. Okay. 
So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, you can get 95. That. So he's in prison in 95. So I'm not sure. Okay. So I'll continue. Okay. He So he had a history of sexual assault, though. Uh-huh. This Renegar. And I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. I'm guessing at that. I've never seen a person named this before. Um, yes, 1995, by the way. Okay. Um, June 9th, 1995. Okay. Was the day that she went missing. So, hold on for a second. Okay. Keep that in mind. Keep oh, that in mind. Okay, Keep okay. that nugget in your head. Okay, I have it right here. Because uh, he serves 10 months in prison for a kidnapping in 1994. He kidnapped a young, small frame woman in Cleburne County. This woman was able to escape. And so, um, you know, he he only gets 10 months, which seems crazy. Uh-huh. He's released in May 1995. Oh, my God. So, mm, interesting. Oh, my God. That could, that could be something. You're hearing on-air revelations <laughs> as they're unfolding. I yeah, we should we should look more into that. Okay. He does um, pretty soon after mo- getting out of prison. I don't know the exact date. Uh-huh. He moves away. He moved to Utah. Okay, and they so, thought that this person moved away too, or was from out of the area. Yeah, because where is he at right now? Where are we at? Are we we're still in Greenbrier? Uh, yeah, basically. Okay, and this was in Alma, which was a little farther away. It was, yeah. Anyways, um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just like <laughs> my mind is blown right now. So May ninety five, he uh, he moves off to he's released from prison, and then later moves to Utah to live with his father. Okay, his daughter, uh, the one who sent in the DNA stuff, yeah, she said that he was abusive to his two previous wives. Wow, and one even had a restraining order against him. Wow, and at the time of Pam Falcon's murder in nineteen ninety, he did live in Greenbrier. And he went to that video store quite often. Really? Yeah. But he, but I guess not enough times, like, I don't think people, people didn't seem to think that, like, Pam Felkins would have recognized him necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people go to stores. Yeah. I, I felt weird one time. I went to the, uh, there's a Chinese restaurant near where I used to live in Jonesboro. Yeah. And I went there so often it, for a while. Was it, was it Hong Kong? Yeah. I love that one. I, <laughs> I went there so often for a while. That the guy <laughs> they knew you he knew me and he knew my order. <laughs> wow! And then I stopped going there as often because I was like, I need to go somewhere else. I felt so awkward, which is like it happens though. You get a favorite restaurant. Yeah. Whenever I worked at the coffee shop, we could see people driving up from down the main road, and we would have their drinks ready for them by the time they got up to the window. So I mean, it's not like it's it's kind of fl- I mean like you're frequent it's cool they like to see frequent frequent yeah. flyers i only went there though because it was so close to my it was like on the way cheap, home very basically cheap and and it, cheap. yeah yeah and i would usually get it and it would be a two meal thing yeah oh yeah it's like so much i get some egg drop soup and some lo mein oh yeah i good. eat i drink i eat half the egg drop soup i eat half the lo mein and then i have another lunch or dinner we also like <sighs> some people just like some people we had a a regular at at the restaurant i used to work at the yes. chick-fil-a yeah and he would come up, and he only wanted certain people to take his order because he almost didn't want to give his order. Why? He was a weird old man. And he was like, I want what I normally get. And he like put the money out. And it's like, he, he he would get upset if they didn't know what his order was supposed to be because oh, okay. he would get the same, time, th- same thing every time. Call and, of course, I worked there for a long time, so I was one of the people who had to deal with him. 
Oh, man. Yeah, you know. Okay, I'm sorry. So, she she probably, it didn't seem like she would have recognized him necessarily. Right. He wasn't that regular, I guess. Okay, yeah. And. Do they have video cameras in the store? It doesn't seem like it. I mean, it's 1990. Was that not a common thing, I guess? I don't think so. And it's Hmm. also like an independent video store. It's not a blockbuster. Okay, that's true. That's true. Um, Detail, I forgot to mention. The couple said that they thought the guy had like a tattoo on his left arm oh okay he had a surgical scar on his left arm oh which seems to be easy to mistake for a tattoo in this situation hmm. especially when you're trying to like if it's a big one it's you know yeah, yeah. especially if you're just like not paying attention because you when i walk by people normally without thinking about there being a murder yeah i don't think about what those people look like at no, all no that's why you look at every person like they're a murderer and take notes <laughs> on every literally though if i see some something suspicious i'm like what is their license plate number i need to are there any defining characteristics on their person yeah i usually just go like that's eh, probably nothing <laughs> it usually is nothing constant vigilance but here's the problem justice no is all an illusion oh what september 5th 2002 salt lake city Renegar dies. What? Supposedly of natural causes. It's from all the drugs. Did he do drugs? Not that I know of. I think he did. He was abusive to his two ex-wives. Wow. Man, that's so disappointing. Especially because if, yeah, it's especially disappointing if like, if if the the idea of we've suddenly formulated about Morgan Nick is true, like yeah. we can't, we can't get him and go like, hey, what, what? Yeah. What's what? And we can't, you can't question him and be like, did this, you know, think about it. Dang. Yeah. And despite all signs pointing to Renegar, like the Faulkner County Sheriff, uh, he, he doesn't feel comfortable calling it a closed case yet. He I, says, mm. he says the information we're trying to gain is to find out who this Mr. Renegar is. Nobody seems to really have a lot of insight into him outside of family. His personal life outside of family is what we're looking for. And I wonder, it, it makes me wonder if they have some evidence yeah. that we don't know about that there may have been a second person or connecting something connecting them to different cases or more people or whatever uh, something it's it's a very strange way to phrase it that they chose here but um listen if it comes out anything you heard it here first the morgan nick conspiracy <laughs> right now yeah i mean but how weird would that be i mean it'd be really crazy and officially he's only listed as like prime pers- suspect yeah yeah, so they can't actually convict him. Exactly, well, he's dead. He's I mean, dead. he's dead. But I mean, I think you could still get a convict. I don't know how are you gonna put him on trial. You I mean, I, there's probably like a process where you can say like it was this guy and this case is now closed. I mean, but they're DNA. not doing that, which make which is weird. Um, so you think there's more to it? I, maybe so. I they're again they're very hush hush about it. It seems like or. You know, it costs a lot of money to to proceed with a case and all that. So maybe they just don't. They know they know the ending. They know who it is, but they just don't want to spend the money. Which I get. You know, money can be tight. Maybe so. Um, Riles even said he said we will never stop until we put this thing to rest. We will never quit. I promise you that. So again, like, is there more to it that we don't know? Which is a normal thing. You don't makes tell me, everybody. Makes me think there's more cases that he's involved with that he's the suspect for. Either more cases or there's an accomplice because they talk about the potential of an accomplice, which makes me wonder if there was like some, if if for some reason, and I don't know why it would be because like, it's not like uh, this Renegar guy, he's 6'4", going after a five foot nothing young woman. He could. Like he he could do that. Right. You would think. So I don't know. Um, 
Interesting. That's an what, interesting phrasing. It's very yeah. indirect. And it could just be it's as simple as like, you know, he's an officer of the law and he can't just go declaring people guilty willy nilly. That's true. Which is good. Yeah. That's a good thing. Innocent until proven guilty. Right. That's that's a good way to do it. I believe in that system. Um, but also he's definitely very, guilty. It's very odd. Um, if you have any information for some reason, Faulkner County Sheriff's Office Major Crimes Unit. 501-450-4917. That's 501-450-4917. I'll put it in the show notes. You can look at it there. If again, if you're like me, numbers just mean explode over your face and they don't do anything. Wow. And that's uh, sadly the conclusion. At a little least, unsatisfying, but also but still, a little closure. Right. I mean, I mean, it had to have been him. I mean, there's just, I mean, it was, I mean, it's. He's not proven. Igna didn't have to be him, but the evidence would direct, you know, direct you that way. It would make less sense for it to be anything else. But again, that is true. It's so weird that they're so proven guilty. It's so weird that they're very willy. They're like very wishy washy about it. They're very suspicious. Um, and yes, now my mind is racing with the possibility. But it seems like his his targets were well, small women. You know. Yeah. Or could it have been young girls too? I don't know how young that other girl was they tried to kidnap because all it says is small frame. It's true. So I don't know. But she got away, fortunately. Like she was okay. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. I've not heard that one. Yeah. Very, in- very, very interesting. And we might A lot have- of weird possibilities. Possibilities I didn't even think were possible, but I was already thinking of like the other possibilities of like the what? like possible accomplice or something. Yeah, and now just because of the way they're being so weird about it. And now a connection of red truck with a white camper. Because I mean, I'm sure that was fairly common, more so back then. But how common truly was a red truck with a white camper top? Because that was what was seen at the ballpark for Morgan Nick. Yeah, I'd be curious to know. Campers used to be like more the bigger prevalent, yeah, it seems like. Yeah. But still I'm very I'm very intrigued now. Yeah. Have we opened a can? Maybe so. Maybe. It, it's just um it sucks that we don't have like any we still don't know technically what happened, what happened to Morgan Nick. We, we don't, don't know we never found her or anything. Nope. Still don't know. And if he was alive, and he is, he could be a suspect. What if he could have told us, you know? Yeah. Or maybe he had an accomplice, and they're still alive, and maybe they can tell us, and that maybe, I don't know. There's so many possibilities. I would be curious. I would have to ask, like, maybe somebody who knows law stuff. Maybe I know somebody who does. (laughs) Uh, Just to to be like, it's very strange that they're being so wishy-washy about it. Like, we're never going to quit on this investigation rather than just being like, oh, he probably did it. Yeah. It's case closed. Uh, I don't know if that's just like what they have to say or if that means there's more to it. Yeah. I I don't know. Hey, you have friends in high places. Sort of. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Okay. Well, what you been looking at? Oh, first of all, oh, the newest episode of the Mandalorian, obviously. Yeah. Um, I believe this is episode five of the current season, how chapter many, thirteen. How many episodes are there? I think they're doing eight. Okay. Eight or nine, something like that. Yeah. Um, man, that was loud. What? Wow, <laughs> this episode. Whew. Was it good? 
It was good. And there was a lot of stuff that happened. Don't tell me anything. I'm not going to tell you. And some of it, I don't know if it would even mean anything to you. Yeah. It only means something to me or other nerds. Um, that, but that episode is just, man. Unpacked. There was a lot of stuff that happens. A lot of stuff that is revealed. Very interesting. I I don't know what they're going to... They've got, I think, three more episodes to go through. Right, right. They got a lot, a lot to wrap of stuff. A lot, a lot of stuff's going on. I mean, you know, they can probably be like, this, well, is, such a, this is such a success that we'll just do it in season three. Yeah. But this episode is wild. Man. Again, I don't know if uh, if you're a big nerd like me, it really means a lot. Because you know all the back history and stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it feels like something where if I was like, this, this, and this happens, you'd just be like, Cool. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm like, you don't know what that means. Oh my god, it means this and this and so many things could happen. But yeah, I'm curious to see what somebody who isn't a big dumb nerd like me mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it comes to Star Wars, uh-huh. what they think about it. Yeah, somebody who's only watched the movies. So me, very yeah, exactly. There's a, it's the episode was wild. Um, still watching Clone Wars. I got back into it. I stopped for a second because I didn't yeah. like the arc they were doing. Yeah. They had this arc. So like every everything of Clone Wars, it's generally like uh, three to five episodes and it's like a, a story arc mm-hmm. over those three to five episodes. And they had this really weird arc where it was like some guy, he's like a little frog man. He's like this tall. He's like a foot tall. That's adorable. And he's hanging out with uh, the droids. Like uh, like R two type droids, astromech droids, if you will. Mm. There's also like a pit droid, and he's like commanding them on some undercover mission against other dro- against the separatist army who have the battle droids. And I didn't care for that arc; it was kind of boring mm-hmm. and annoying. Um, then I watched the next one, which is where Darth Maul teams up with Mandalorians to what? take over Mandalore, what? and that arc is absolutely wild it is crazy did that happen for real yeah that's clone wars is canon the tv show darth maul who is alive and has robot legs um (laughs) he got cut in half what are you gonna do how are they gonna make him survive he got cut in half you gotta get robot legs how does he eat how does he go to the bathroom these are the questions ah i don't i don't know uh i don't know the the biology of zabrax like him that's his species he looks awfully similar to human, so I'm going to guess something similar to that. Probably so. I mean, most most aliens in Star Wars are humanoid to some extent. Especially Jabba. <laughs> Especially um, original Jabba. If you've ever seen the, ba- the, the original deleted scene from A New Hope where Han Solo meets up with Jabba, you know, it's in the special edition. Maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he walks around him, and they have to do, like, they digitally alter Han Solo, so he steps on his tail, and he, like, goes really high up, and it looks really awkward. Yeah. Uh, originally, it was just a guy, just a big old fat guy hanging out instead of a big slug monster. And he was going to play Jabba? Like, he was Jabba? I don't know if he was going to or if that was, like, a placeholder thing before they made him a monster in post. I'm not really sure. But, uh... Hmm. Yeah, that the uh, Darth Maul takes over Mandalore arc is absolutely freaking wild. Sounds pretty crazy. It's really good. It ended on a thing where I'm like, well, where's that going? And of course, it's like, we have a different episode arc now where there's a bombing at the Jedi Temple and they have to solve that. I haven't finished that one. 
My, uh, I'm very sad though. My, my, uh, my hit man, my hit woman. Oh, the cool one? Yeah, you said she died last week. Did I say she died last week? Mm-hmm. Or did I just say, no, I said a spy died last week. I had a spy who died. Oh, I thought you said it was the cool, the no, cool lady. she died this week. Aw. I accidentally drove into something and it exploded and she died. Why are you laughing? Why is that funny? <laughs> I don't, because it's so embarrassing. Why is that funny? I drove into something, it exploded. <laughs> And she's dead forever in this video game. So she can't come back? No. Huh. I got a, I got a different um, 45-year-old, like, 45 to 50-year-old woman <sighs> who who's a same. spy instead of a hitman. She won't be the same. She's not the same. She doesn't play the same, but she's pretty great. <sighs> I'm a big fan of my, my posh 45 middle-aged women <laughs> on my game here. <laughs> posh. That's what I'm into. Posh 45-year-old women. Her name is like... Eleanor or something. I don't Eleanor. remember. I don't remember what the new one's name is, but but she's pretty great because she is a spy and she has a silenced pistol, which is good to have. And she also has um, the spy watch, which makes it to where you um, you set it off and it jams everybody's guns. How does it do that? Magic. They're like magical hackable guns. It's stupid because uh, okay. it's it's a hacking game sort of. Mm. It's like <laughs> you can just like hit a Are button. Are you a good guy or a bad guy? Good guy. Okay. But you, you're ha- you're a hacktivist, I guess. You're like, what is that? What is that one? White hat hacker? No, Mr. Robot. It's not a show. They're real people. And they hack. Oh, anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, the group is sort of like based on them. It's called DeadSec. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, pretty bummed out that I lost uh my hit woman. She was pretty cool, but I got that spy lady who's pretty cool too. Well, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, sometimes you accidentally run into an explosive <laughs> on the side of the road and, and you lose your hit woman and sometimes you don't. I like, I like, never mind, go ahead, go okay. ahead. So, I, just very sad. You gonna make it? Yeah. Okay. I found a replacement. Oh, you found Eleanor. I don't know what her name is, I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember what most of their names are. Well, it's the other lady's name. Denise. Oh, that's such a non-posh lady name. It is a very old white lady name, though. Not very old. And she looked she looked like she was 50. It's like about a Denise age name. Mm-hmm. That's about right. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try and re- remember what the other lady's name is now. Can you rename her? I don't think so. Huh. No, there's no like character creation or anything like that. Because Eleanor was a very posh, posh name. It is, her name might be something equally posh. I don't know. but. But she is like, I. she's a spy. Oh, also she has a spy car, which can shoot missiles and cloak. Dude, I want that car. Yeah, I saw some post where somebody was like, I messed up. I accidentally blew myself up with the spy car missiles. <laughs> I, I didn't do that. I just ran into a like gas thing Nitroglycerin or something. Nitroglycerin exp- And Denise exploded and I was very sad. Like it happened. I was like, no, Denise! what have I done? My God. So, well, you've lived an exciting life this past week. I guess so. So that's uh that's what I've been up to watching and stuff. Nice. Um, nothing, nothing new. You didn't watch like uh some Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episodes? I did that. No. Um, we finished decorating the freaking tree. It was not even enjoyable. Like at the end of it, because we've been struggling with it for like three weeks now. The lights. 
with the lights, finding time to do it. We finally found time to do it. All the lights kept blowing fuses. It blew it three separate times until we finally figured out <laughs> there's a lot of strands of light on this tree. And apparently you can only have like three or four plugged into one another. And if you have any more than that, then the fuses are going to blow. So we figured out how to kind of replug in stuff. We made it work. Like you circumvented we got, that we, limitation. We, we ran a extension cord up the back of it. And then plugged in the de- separate ones to it that we could okay. that were kind of back there. So we made it work. It, it worked. It's fine. It's working now. It might look very rigged, but it's working. Is Get it a fire hazard? Probably. Eh, your house is fine. It's fine. It's fine. I turn it off at night, so it's fine. Uh, Yeah, decorating. Just decorating. And, and school's about to wrap up. And I'm I'm tired of it. I'm I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. I just have two more assignments to do. Well, kind of three, two and a half. And I'm finding it very difficult to get through these assignments. Because so. it's like a, is it like a senioritis thing or is yes, it just like Thanksgiving? I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. And it's a paper and a project. So and it's a fairly long paper and a project. So it's like, I really don't want to do it now. We're going to end like this. We're not going to end with an easy multiple choice 10 question quiz, we're going to end with two big assignments that are worth like 10% of my whole grade. No big deal. I remember one time I really, no, I didn't even do an assignment because (gasps) I, um, you know, uh, UCA, they do Blackboard. The community college I was going to, they switched over from Blackboard to a thing called Canvas, I believe. Uh And on Canvas, it was better about letting you see your grades mm-hmm. and how future grades would affect those grades. And you so did not. I had this real prick uh, in this class who was grading stuff. And he was like, the things he like knocked off, I was like, that's not even correct what you're knocking off for. Like, it's this is garbage. Anyway, I didn't want to deal with him. Yeah. So I was looking at it and I was like, okay, what happens if I do this or that? And it was like the final paper, it was like, if I get a zero, what do I get? A B. Okay. What if I get a 90? A B. So it doesn't matter. So I was like, I would have to do like 100 on that and 100 on the final to get an A. And I was like, if I do a zero on this and get a 40 on the final, still a B. <laughs> I'm just going to take this B and go. I'm done with this class. I'm annoyed with this professor. I hate it. He frustrates me. I'm not doing that paper. I'll do the final. I'll get at least half of it right. That's a B. What'd you make I on did the final? It. I don't remember. I got a B. Who cares? <laughs> I moved on. Did not mean that much, huh? No, it was a uh, fine arts music. <gasps> get out. <laughs> get out of here. That's that, yeah, I was just like, I, I can't do this. I'm I'm done with you. I'm done I'm done with this class. I'm done with this guy. I could have gotten I'm you done a, with this school. I could have gotten you an A. Yeah, you know. I I didn't realize when I did uh my, my music credit, well, I did a music credit in college before and it was fine arts musical and I didn't realize that it was Broadway musicals when I signed up for it. And so it was the most amazing class ever, and I was so happy to be in it. It was Broadway musicals. Oh, it was so exciting. And a lot of the guys in there were like, it's what? What did I sign up for? And I'm like, yay, this is the best thing ever. Uh, it was great. 
Yeah, let me tell you something about musicals. Yeah? Don't care for them. Well, we, not, a fan. not all of us can be cultured and wonderful people. Some of us have to be like you. Where we say pineapple pizza? I don't, <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. It really pulls me out of the story. I don't, I have trouble understanding what people are saying when they're singing. So but it's what like, about, what if, about, they're, con- if what? they're conveying very important story information in the song, I'm not going to pick it up. It's not going to resonate with me. What about like Andy and Sweeney Todd? What about it? I mean, you can understand what they're saying, right? Why can't you understand what they're saying? Singing is hard to understand no, sometimes. It's, no, it's not. It sure, it sure is. No. Especially if you're like, if it's on a stage and not like in a studio and I have headphones and all this other stuff. I It's it's hard for me to understand. You, and it's hard for me to follow what they're going on about. You need to get those ear things that I need to get as well. It like gets rid of like extra noise. Earplugs so I don't have to hear the musical. No. Yeah. Get out. Uh, no, they're like these silicone, like they look like little funnels. I just need subtitles. Well, I can't, I mean, that, can that would happen. help. Like yeah. I watched part of Hamilton and I was like, I'm getting so much more out of this because I'm watching it with subtitles. Oh, really? I was like, I understand what they're going on about. You need a, you need a visual medium then, huh? Something. I don't know. I, I just, uh, the idea doesn't do anything for me. I love and it. I love it so much. You know what? Music, well, it, musicals gave us cats. Hey, the original cast won a lot of awards. Yeah, but it has no story still. Yeah, it's, it's that's like why it, I was like, why would you make it a movie? There is no story. Each There's, each song is like its own story, sorta. Sort of like it. Cats is dumb. The only thing I'll say positive about Cats the film uh-huh. is that they nailed it because Cats the show I found the costumes to be very unnerving and terrible looking. And sh- made me uncomfortable Why? and want to die. They're just weird looking. And the same can be said of the horrible CGI monsters they unleashed upon us. <laughs> Did they make buttholes the on all of them? Originally, they had buttholes. They changed that. They were like, no, no buttholes. Too realistic. Too, too realistic. Much. You've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I got to be honest. I haven't seen the, the film Cats. You don't need to. But I heard it was pretty terrible. And that's all I need to know. It's an absolute nightmare. It, it got really... It didn't even look good. It looked like a nightmare. Who could have possibly been like... Did you watch it? I've watched it because it's... You the just the whole it. thing? I've watched part of it. Wow. I didn't want to watch all of it. I couldn't watch all of it. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I, I cried. I was... I was... I ran away screaming. <laughs> I broke my TV. I said, no more. <laughs> Who unleashed this hell upon us? I was like... I can't risk this if I get another TV, so I smashed my PlayStation as well. <laughs> it's it's no good. And that's the same guy who did the Les Mis musical movie. Why did he make it all CGI-ish then? Because they're cats. Mm. Well, the Les Mis movie one I liked. You know, and they actually used people like like um, Hugh Jackman got his start on Australia Broadway. And Russell Crowe. Was terrible. <laughs> that was really bad. And Stones. I'm Javier. <laughs> like, literally, what, watching it in the theaters, I was like, why did they get Russell Crowe to play this guy? Because that's such a good role. And it's such a talented role, like, the of Javert, who plays, like, the, the police captain or whatever. Yeah. It's such an important, it's a musical, talented role. And, uh, and then, like... His his crowning number is is called Stars. Is it's the song, and when he Russ quotes singing it, and he's singing like Stars <laughs> in the Mountain. And I was like, What? No, <laughs> no. I think the craziest thing about that is that they didn't dub in the singing. Yeah, like, they did get, it live. Yeah, 
they especially with Russell Crowe being there. It's like, so bad. you guys maybe should have rethought that one. So bad. Maybe don't let... He's that, not a... I'm going to say that guy... I don't want to poop on, on Russell Crowe, but he's not that great of an actor. I mean, there are better actors, and he's definitely he's, not a good singer. He's not a singer. Like you sh- you, He's not. You don't get somebody to, to be in a musical if they can't sing, unless you're like, this is going to be the guy who's we're, we purposefully make fun of for being terrible at everything or something. I don't know. So, I don't know if there's a musical that... that is there a musical that does that? That'd be so Les good. Les Mis is not that musical. No, that's for but like sure. if there was like one where, where it's a guy who's like, I'm terrible at everything and he sings bad too and then people bully him. That could be fun. I don't know. Man. Yeah, but I mean, literally, I was I was just looking to it and I was like astounded by how poor it was. Oh, it was so bad. Uh, but I mean, besides that, like Anne Hathaway has some musical background Hugh Jackman got his start on on um, Australia. Yeah, it was Broadway. like Australia Broadway, whatever that is. The Broadway. Like, um, Amanda Seyfried, she, like she did Mamma Mia and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. she has musical background. And I bet they dubbed the singing in that movie. They did instead of being ridiculous. But that, but that was the challenge of it. That's dumb. Well, you gotta you, break. What if we? Hey, I got an idea. I'm a director. What if we intentionally make this movie worse than it could be? <laughs> Just because we, so we can go like, oh, look, it was just, we did a thing. No, oh, that's a bad idea. Why do that? Um, the girl who plays Eponine in the movie, Samantha Barks, she played Eponine on Broadway. And so, you know, she's fine. You know, she's good. You would assume so. And she was. She was very talented. She did a great job. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm like the only person who's ever seen the Les Mis movie where it's not a musical, where it's uh, Liam Neeson and Uma Thurman. Liam Neeson and Uma Thurman. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Nobody's seen that. It's from like either, I think it's like from the early 90s. I don't know if I've seen that one. You Nobody has. Huh. Just like nobody's ever read the book. I have the book. I started to read it. it. It's very long. It's too long. It's very wordy. Probably never going to finish it. I think it it was one of those ones where it's like you get paid by the word or something. And so, of course, they 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 intentionally made it super long. I think it was one of those things. I don't know. Um, Football sucks. Agreed. Uh, Arkansas State lost to, I've again. I've been trying to tell you this for years. No, the dumbest thing though is um, the Denver Broncos are playing right now as we record. I'm not watching it because it's probably going to be a nightmare. I thought you liked the Broncos. I do, but it's going to be a nightmare because all of their quarterbacks are out due to COVID and COVID contact tracing. They do not have a quarterback. They don't have a backup quarterback? All the backups are out. They were all in close contact together. So they contact tracing, they're like, they're severe risk. They are all out. So they call the guy up from the practice squad who is a wide receiver. He's going to be the quarterback today. Oh, no. It's it's probably going it's bad. All, it's all on you, kid. It's all on you. Okay, what was really funny is like... Uh, hey, what about that chick? That What chick? She, I've been the seeing... The kicker? Yeah. She got to kick the ball once uh, on a kickoff. It was a squib kick, which is where you kick it on the ground. How'd she do? She did. It was good. Oh, good. Um, but the team lost forty-one to zero. She never, she never got a chance to kick a field goal Aww. or an extra point <laughs> because she plays for a garbage team called Vanderbilt. They oh. suck at football. Hey, my uncle played for Vanderbilt. And he probably sucked. You know what? I can guarantee. Get out. <laughs> what year did he play? I guarantee. I, I have no idea. I'm not going to guarantee it, but I'm going to say it's a ninety-eight percent probability. Never had a winning season. Your uncle's a loser. Is he? Because. He, By he does, football standards, he is. He does pretty well for himself. Yeah, well, he went to Vanderbilt, but 
We're talking about two separate things here. Vanderbilt is the nerd school of the SEC. They get bullied by all the jocks. I see. I see. <laughs> yeah, they, they suck. Um, and but the Broncos game. But yeah, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is a team that when I watched football as a kid growing up, it would be like, "All right, got up. It's noon." I'm going to turn on the TV and oh, Vanderbilt's down 45 to three already to Florida. And that felt like that happened every single week because Vanderbilt existed to be just stepped on. They're smart and that's what's important. Uh, not if you're trying to be a football team. Well, though some smart. Is Vanderbilt Ivy League? No, Ivy League is a very specific conference of schools. It's eight schools. What is it? I believe it's eight schools. Brown. Brown would be one. Cornell, Dartmouth, right. Harvard, Yale, Princeton. Columbia, Penn. Okay. Did I, name one? Did I name eight? That was eight, yeah. Yeah, so those are all of them. Okay. I forget where Cornell and Dartmouth are, but like Columbia's in New York City, Princeton's in New Jersey, Harvard's basically Boston, Yale's in Connecticut. So it's all in the Northeast. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what Ivy League is. It's it's that very specific group. They're basically like okay. an athletic conference. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, but it is one... They, so they used to be like the biggest deal in like football and stuff in part because that's where it originated. Right, right. But then, you know, the business of college football is. But then it got down to the South where people don't care about education and they just want to play some foosball. Exactly. Like you have like the SEC, like the SEC. <laughs> yeah. Southern teams. Um, yeah. The Southeastern Conference. Georgia Tech used to be in the SEC. They did it really? Yes. They left because they're like, you guys are getting way too into the athletics part. We're focused on academics. We are still a university. Yeah, yeah. And so Georgia Tech was like, we're done with this. They left. Yeah. And they, they ended up joining eventually a, uh, the Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC. Mm-hmm. And South Carolina was a founding member of the ACC. South Carolina said, you guys are too focused on academics. Well, and they, they left. They and eventually ended up, Yeah. They did the opposite of Georgia Tech. And they're where, like, we like stupid people who can play some sports. That's right. And then they joined the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you want to know where education is i think tulane used to be in the sec as well really they left they're not th- a very big school are they no i think they left for similar reasons though that's in new orleans right yes i have a friend that went to tulane hey kara yeah um so there's there's lots of uh college sports that are kind of bad in a way but the, the ivy league for instance they don't give out um athletic scholarships at all Hmm. Like you have to get into the school regularly and then you get to be on the football team. to play team. sports. Right. I think they maybe give like extra financial aid, but I mean, gotcha. you're still paying a bazillion dollars. You're not getting a full ride based on being able to run. No. And you probably don't have like, I don't know. I'd be curious to know if they have like the same uh, access to like tutors, quote, that uh, regular Do their work scholarship athletes get. Or if it's like uh, University of North Carolina where uh, they just have phantom classes. What does that mean? It means they had classes that didn't actually meet, ever meet, and they threw all the athletes in there and just gave them good grades. What? Yeah. And somehow they didn't get like the death penalty, which they should have. SMU what? got the death penalty. Like they had. What does they, that mean? It means they cheated so much that um, college football said, you don't get to play football for, no, for this next year. Like you're done. And that's like SEC schools. That's like money right there. Yeah. And that was that was um, SMU, who were good at the time, which is why they got the death penalty. They cheated too much. They cheated too hard. <laughs> but then you have like Baylor, where they are covering up rapes and stuff. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. I am suspicious because like 
anytime Baylor gets good, they're not good right now, but they were good a, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, you need to check on the women, make sure nobody's getting raped. Over no. there. Cause that's, that's like my first thought. Cause there's always something bad happening at Baylor when they get good at stuff. It's wow. like, we got good at basketball. There was a murder. Anyway, that's <laughs> uh, like Baylor just, you can't be good at stuff. You're not allowed. No wow. more. Yeah. Bad things happen when people get good at stuff at Baylor. Exactly. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't even know how it, oh because you were asking about ivy league yeah and, and like ivy league has like a certain reputation of like education and of course academics yeah, and, yeah and that's why you always have like vanderbilt will call themselves like we're the southern ivy or whatever yeah, yeah or, that's what that's what i ask with their ivy because it's rice, very rice good. says that as well you know schools do that they're very you know high intelligence schools good academics that's all i thought they might be ivy league but no no ivy league is in fact a very specific thing it's a very specific group yes okay it's just um the name carries so much cachet yes people try and attach themselves to it by saying we're the ivy league of whatever we're the ivy we're the southern ivy we're the western ivy whatever it might be gotcha um um, but yeah the broncos uh they're down 17 nothing right now (laughs) you win some you lose some um shout out to anybody who took the broncos on the betting line it jumped from like six to 14 and a half i think or 16 and a half uh when they announced that they had no qbs and it was going to be a wide receiver what you this whole sentence you're saying right now means nothing to me it is going oh, literally over my head so basically embedding people bet in on yeah, this yes big time when it comes to sports betting what they do is um you usually aren't going i think this team's going to win versus this team what you do is i think this team is going to win and they're going to win by a certain amount. So the Saints were supposed to win by, originally it was like six and a half. So it's like, points? okay. Yes. So it's like. 6.5 points? Yes. That way if um, they win by six, you lost the bet if you picked the Saints. If they win by seven, you win the bet. Does that make sense? And then if you if they pick seven, then you also win. Yeah. If they, if they win by seven or more, you win the bet if you pick the Saints. Anyway, the line jumped from the Saints are supposed to win by six and a half to like 16 and a half. Jumped a lot. Yeah, because again, the Broncos don't have a quarterback. That's and also, like, the that's Broncos like were going to lose anyway. That's like when Fred and George bet at the Quidditch World Cup and gobbled a fire and they said the Ireland was going was gonna to win, but Victor Crumb was going to get the snitch. And that's what happened. Yeah, there's also like lots of prop bets sometimes where it's like, especially during the Super Bowl where it's like... Uh, how long do you think the national anthem's going to go? <laughs> and it'll be like an over-under. Yeah. Uh, if I sing the national anthem, I'd make it the fastest national anthem ever. So people, everybody everywhere would lose well, the bet. get on the national anthem and I'll vote the under. Oh, Andrew. Make money. We're going to make some money. We just fist bumped to it. Yeah. Here's it, the thing, though. You have to be good to sing the national anthem at games like that. I mean, you're good. You're not Lady Gaga. Did she sing the national anthem? She's, she she only the Super did the Bowl. Half, she did the halftime show. It's different. No, she sang. She's. Did she do the national anthem? I think so. I know she did the. Because remember, she like she, did she like went and jumped off the thing. That's was, halftime. Was that halftime? That was halftime. I swear, she's she has sang the national anthem at some sporting event at some point. Probably. I guarantee it. Probably. I'm gonna put money on it. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not willing to risk my money that uh, I have. Yeah, yeah, me. It's 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 few and far between now. Um, can I can I say something? I'll allow it. Okay, 
you're gonna roll your eyes maybe because we've harped on this and i just want to let everybody know that somebody a a physician tweeted or something a physician that i know tweeted or something was like just so we're all on the same page like we're out of beds in arkansas for patients you know that right like literally our hospital that i work for we had to turn our rehab facility into a a, basically second hospital we have like an an inpatient rehab like physical rehab like after people have had like you know knee replacements or even strokes and stuff like that they go for inpatient rehab for a couple weeks before they go home to kind of get their strength back well i mean we've literally had to turn that into hospital beds i mean lower acuity meaning not not as sick there are people that aren't as sick are over there but i mean (laughs) struggling for beds struggling to find placements and i saw another physician from it was not in arkansas different state tweeted that they have canceled all outpatient procedures that that does and elective procedures that means of course elective procedures like cosmetic stuff but then there's procedures with like um that like uh, i'm trying to think of some examples skin cancers people need skin cancers removed that's considered elective it's not life-saving five months down the road it might be a life-saving procedure but right now it's technically elective because your life is not technically in danger without that surgery so cancers having cancers and tumors and stuff removed that that's that's an elective procedure and they're putting those on hold we are dangerously close to that point which means we are dangerously close to people five months down the road being in rough shape come on get your crap together people i'm tired of this that's yeah if you, if you know you know if you don't um go live somewhere out where there's no other people so we don't have to deal with you yeah because you clearly can't deal with society exactly and this is also like one of the conspiracy theories is like hospitals make more money with covid it's like no they actually don't we have hospitals are struggling because like they need those other things those elective procedures yes. and such that's where they get where, the money exactly where money comes from is from surgery cardiac cath labs other procedural areas where we bring people in and do procedures on them that's where the money is at we can't do those because guess what they're shutting it all down because we have no room for patients there's nowhere to go after the surgery there's no bed for them we have a heart attack come in they're going back to the er after we're finished with them because guess what there's no room anywhere which isn't exactly the case right now in our facility, but it's going, it's dangerously close. close. It's dangerously close. And you don't want to be that person that comes in with a heart attack. And we say, you got to go back and sit in a room where people can see you and there's no privacy. And to go to the bathroom, you have to use a bedpan. Like, and there's no privacy I can give you. There's nothing I can do for you because that's where it's at right now. Yeah. Basically it's like, you want a sandwich? Sorry, <laughs> we, we can't give you that. Like, basically like, um, you can trust the, thousands upon thousands of like doctors and such or you can trust the fat spray tan guy with the comb over i don't know which one to trust uh, it's hard to tell who should i trust it's so difficult you to know, figure out which one's t- telling the truth which one is in the hospital seeing all these people die and watching all the morgue trucks pull up i don't know yeah, which one which yeah. one should i believe who's to say it's so hard to tell you know it's really Idiots. funny i was I, swear to God. I was watching a show on adult swim 
and a commercial came on and it was it seemed very somber very serious it was like you know a lot of people are sick now in the hospital blah blah i thought it was gonna be like a like a public service announcement or something and it says who do we turn to who can we tw- trust and then, it went, and then it put another scene it was like the effing doctors and i was like <laughs> okay this is an adult swim commercial and I, it was really funny because i was like it's so true though like, it is and like the alternative is you and all of your doctor friends all got together with all the doctor friends in Oklahoma yeah. and Missouri and Louisiana and Texas and California yeah. and Washington mm. State and Everywhere. Florida and Georgia, etc. And also around the world into Italy and China and Germany yeah. and Everybody. Sweden. You all got together and you have decided that the world must stop now. It is COVID time and we have unleashed this <laughs> fake virus hoax <laughs> upon you. We all got together. Or alternatively, more realistically... It's a pandemic. It's a thing that happens. It happens every hundred or so years. Yeah. I don't know. Which yeah. one's more believable? I don't know. I kind of like the Kraken theory. I'm going to call it the Kraken theory. The Kraken. God. We released it. Release the Kraken. Well, you can't say that because that's a political thing these days. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah, a crazy oh. lady who used to be Trump's lawyer got fired because she was too crazy for Trump. Uh, has been. Oh. She said she was going to release the Kraken of voter fraud evidence. There let's was no it. evidence. All right, let's see it. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I know. It, it's like, we've got so much evidence. Where is it? Oh, it's, it's so much. It's happening. But where is it? You don't even want to know. It's going to be so wild. But where is it? We need to know. Oh, boy. You, you just, just wait. You wait. Oh, man. You're going to have so much egg on your face. <laughs> you. Okay, well, well, show us the eggs. Oh, you just keep on waiting. <laughs> That's like the constant process. Anyway, yeah. I, th- I think, I'm, I think I'm done this. today. I can't do it. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Okay. Everything's a drum. Every yeah. So we're okay. That I had. I knew. I knew it was gonna. Get, I knew it was gonna get under Andrew's skin. But I just had to say it. I just had to say it because it's becoming so dangerous and so scary. And I'm so worried about like hospitals in general, which is where I work. I work at a hospital. Exactly. You don't want to end up in a situation where we yeah. have morgue trucks backing up because we don't have anywhere to put the bodies, and also. You know, you know are, we no. don't want the doctors suddenly being faced with a situation where they're like, we only have this many ventilators. We have five people yes. who need ventilators. We have two, two. ventilators. Who's going to die? We have to decide. We're essentially a death panel. No. You know, that thing that people kept saying Obamacare was going to be, but then uh, look what happened here. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. It reminds me of wartime. Like, have you ever seen the movie Pearl Harbor? Terrible movie back yes. in the day. And they literally, like when the bombing happens, there's just people just coming to the hospital and people being dragged to the hospital and the nurses have lipstick and they're saying, you know, they have to make a quick assessment saying, is this person salvageable? And if they're not, they have to put a red X on their forehead. And that's what it's about. Like that's, it's dangerously close to that. It is dangerously close to that to say you are a 54 year old male with comorbidities. You get an X because the 17 year old female that needs the vent has more life to live than you and has a better chance because the ventilator you only have like a 50 50 shot at that point it's like it's kind not, of a Hail mary it's not the ventilator is not like hey this is like getting a flu vaccine no this is last resort this is, this, a Hail is mary. this is like man we're we're at the 40 we're gonna chuck the ball down there we'll see what happens i don't know it could happen it could not and some people have come off of it so a lot of people haven't and even if you come off of it like the repercussions you, you the can be repercussions. changed like you're you again, you will be changed that's yeah. not a can be you will without a doubt changed yeah like you're not the Your same person you is are done yeah it, it is not it's not a good time you don't go on the ventilator and come out and be like oh great that felt great Sweet. i'm fine 
Oh, and do and Hulk Hogan poses. After you come off the ventilator, you need your two weeks in a rehab hospital. Well, guess what? It's full of other patients that need help, so you don't get it. Yeah, so, you know. Have your Thanksgiving gatherings. Have your Christmas gatherings. Do what you think is best, but just remember you're killing people. So, that's up to you. Yeah. It wouldn't be so... Just, again... If you're one of those people, like, go live on a compound in Montana or something. Like, I don't... I would like that. I'll go. Just... I, I, I volunteer as tribute. No, I don't want to go there. I want. To, I like society, generally. Yeah, I want internet, yeah. but I'll go there. I want those people to go there. Here's what I, I want. I want those people who are like, I, I, I have... <laughs> we're going to do... Uh, we're, our immune system's going to be, like, working together. We're not going to wear masks. We're going to spit on each other, like that episode of The Office, where Dwight's just, like, sneeze on my face. Yeah. Because apparently that's where they got their medical advice from. You know, mm-hmm. how trustworthy and smart Dwight is. Um, so just go live on a weird farm. Go hang out with some Amish people or something. Stay away from society. You're not You're not a good piece of it. It's true. You're a bad person and you, don't, you clearly don't value society. So why keep participating in it? Go away. We've, we're talking about this too much. The point is, quit it. That's right. And like I said earlier, when I said I was done, I'm done now. Okay, we're um, done. And then we're closing I'll, it. I'll see you. Caitlin's going to do the intro or outro by herself because <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Guys, I'm sorry. Thank you for sticking with us. We got on our soapbox again. So sorry, but thank you. At least we say it for the end. Yeah, we did. Very good. You can skip past it. If you made it this far, thank you. Um, guys, we've been Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on Instagram at Paint the Town Dead. All one word. Twitter, Pod. And you can email us at pttdpod at gmail.com. Please be sure to subscribe and on any and every platform. Rate five stars on any and every platform. Uh, like wherever you can. Uh, comment on stuff. Share stuff. Anytime you do anything, it helps us out. And we greatly appreciate it. We drop episodes every Tuesday. So you can look for us then unless something has happened. But even even last week, when our whole episode got deleted... We still got it out on time. So, I mean, that was that was teamwork right there. Um, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to us. You guys have a wonderful week. Goodbye.